my god you guys guess who's back <laughs> Hey! What's up, what's up? It's your girls. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves. And this is the podcast I Totally Relate. Okay. <clears throat> well, you guys, welcome back. It's a Wednesday. Shelves and I are just sitting down to record here in my very new home. Yes. <laughs> It's a Wednesday, and Wednesdays are have actually beca- become like a very important day to me because based on the custody, which right. <laughs> boom, <laughs> like right, we've got some information to tell you guys. I take my kids to school on Wednesday, and I don't pick them up again until either that weekend or five days later. And right. so Wednesdays have become a day uh, that it's a pretty hard morning. Mm-hmm. That drop off is really tough. And then I go to the gym. Like, I just know, like, okay, we're just going to run through this little energy. Super smart. And then I come home and get ready. And then Shelps comes over and sits down and talks to me on the couch or at the counter. Mm. And that has been, this has become, like, Wednesday has become a very, like, more sacred and, like, special day for me. Absolutely. To just sit down and talk to you. <laughs> Sometimes we like stay pretty focused on the task at hand. Yeah. But we often just get lost in conversation and I have needed that so much, you know? Mm-mm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's really special. Yeah. So welcome to season four, bitches. <laughs> She arrived. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, I love Wednesdays. It has <laughs> for sure become my favorite day, right? Yeah. I don't know, Carissa. I feel like you have been in a big state of transition, unfolding, figuring out where you end and where you begin. And I think that that's um, a big enough journey. We could kind of dive into a lot of different facets well, okay, first and foremost, we've been gone for a while. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot that has happened, and we have been itching to get behind the mics to talk to y'all, to say the least. Like, I feel like this is actually kind of a big moment. Yeah. Because we have been crossing our fingers and really working to make this happen, and we have hit speed bumps and... Mm-hmm. The stopping points and rerouting and things. And so we've finally got here and it's so good. (laughs) It's so good to be behind the mic. So yeah, take it away, Riss. Like what the hell? Where have you been and are you found? (laughs) Oh, I think that's where I am. I'm in the middle of locating myself on the map. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at. But if I were to look backwards and see how I got here, I would say that when we started this podcast, the place in life where I was in this healing journey of being in a state of pain and 
want and truly genuinely wanting to feel better yeah like I really don't want to be I actually don't want to be sad and I actually don't want to feel this lonely right Mm -hmm. and so just on that healing journey while I was married and then we started this podcast and like there was just this outlet in this way of sharing and communicating and being seen and like having the most important conversations of my life at a time where I really needed those conversations all of them everyone between you and I every person who sat down at the table with us yeah like I just that was like what I was doing right I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm a podcaster and this whole portion of my life that I'm pouring time and energy into is just like basically all about sharing these conversations and sharing all of the things that I feel like I've been learning. Like when you mean that like you were needing them, like was it, you know, over the last couple of seasons and we were sitting down and having these conversations, was it new to you or was it confirming, uh, like confirmation of whatever you had been yearning for was available to you like what yeah what was that it was almost in real time it was just in real time just like as I was discovering things be like oh my gosh let's talk about this and through uh, preparation before we would sit down at the microphone or through like our Marco Polo conversations just like really working through these ideas of like the things that I just really needed to hear at the time like I think, yeah, it was just in real time it was happening. And that just like trying to like immediately apply it and seeing where that takes you, you know? Yeah. It, it was something radically different than what I had done in the past. Yeah. What I had done in the past was very much like keep it to myself, mm-hmm. blame myself and like be judgmental of others. I'm married, I have kids, and I am just realizing that I'm actually in a very unhappy marriage. I'm just realizing like, oh, this is not doing the trick for me. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, through certain anonymous groups that I was participating in, in trying to get like self-help, I come across Annie and Taryn, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And these two women immediately immediately dramatically impact my life they immediately start changing my life because they are honest with me and they prioritize honesty over niceness Mm -hmm. and so we're having like really vulnerable conversations and like everyone's just being honest with each other and it's like blowing my mind because I've never participated in a relationship like this before and so seeing the contrast between that and how good those connections felt versus like my marriage, I was like, Oh, okay. Like there's a big gap here. And so I just thought like, you know what? Let's go to therapy. Let's learn how to communicate to each other. Like in my mind, I just really thought like there's a roadblock here and we're going to just remove that roadblock and we're going to be fine. And so, and I think this is where ITR starts. So about this time, where I'm like, okay, I've been working on myself. Mm-hmm. I've got some of this jargon and some of this ideology like under my belt. I'm starting to understand like mm-hmm. how our autonomic nervous systems work. And then that's when you and I start having conversations about our familiar, our families of origin, the messages we've been telling ourselves, messages we feel like we've... And it just felt like all in real time, I was just able to like 
quickly, quickly, quickly progress in my understanding because we were prioritizing it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just helped me get to a point where I just had the courage to choose my experience over the other person's. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? <laughs> yeah. This is unreal. Saying it like this. Okay. So, <clears throat> I just at first believed that like, oh, this is just a matter of like, we just need to try a little bit harder and practice. And through doing all of this work, I begin to realize, oh, no, this is actually one-sided. Like, this other person is actually very content with the way things are. And they are very resistant to changing. And I would say, if I had to classify, like, what do you mean changing? Like, what changes are you talking about? And the changes that I needed were that I needed to have my my needs met and I needed to have my experience valued. As I learned how to communicate, as I had, as I learned how to even be aware of that's what I needed. Yeah, I had to like first understand that for myself and then like try to learn the communication skills and then be, you know, feeling safe enough to share some of this information. And then it was really hard when like it was like uh, used against me later or there, there was like a lot of like passive aggressive comments and that kind of stuff just like made me really, really sensitive. And so I just at some point decided that I can stay here in this family unit where you know my kids all live with both their parents and they have one house and everything is the same and they could be they could have like somewhat of like the normal life that we want to provide for our kids <laughs> simultaneously while I'm showing them that like a nervous system that is this dysregulated and this distressed is love. I think the answer was just like so easy the second I realized like, oh, what I'm, do I'm not helping them out by staying here and being a martyr. Mm. In fact, what I need to do is show them that this isn't love and this isn't okay. And once I realized that, then it was like, oh, there, there's only one choice, and that is to leave. And so that's what I did. I asked for a divorce on April 30th. And on September 8th, wow. the papers were signed by a judge. That's a long divorce. Yeah. It was hard. It was really hard. I'll tell you what. I do not like I do not recommend um living with someone while you're in the middle of the divorce process with them. That mm. was just like our finances were like so stretched thin, like there wasn't really another option. Mm, you know what? Actually, lie. That's not true. He could have moved in with like a mom or a sibling mm. during a separation, um but he refused to. And so we just lived in the same house while yeah. we're you know, disputing with lawyers and it was very, it was very trying, very trying. Yeah. I, I mean, that would be hard for anybody. Yeah. Super tense. Really tense. Yeah. So by the time the papers were signed, by the time I 
got out of there and I did I got out of there in a quickie it's been about a month and a half and I've just been collecting all of the things that I need so that I have it here and we can just heal together and just rest and just explore this and see where it takes us yeah. Do you maybe want to talk about the contrast in difference between the moment that you were in the divorce process, those months of, you know, figuring out where the line is between you and me and what do I take and like, what do I leave behind? And, you know, physically and emotionally yeah. um, to being out of that and being on the cusp. Like, I feel like that was a transition into divorce and then now you're in this transition out of it yeah what do you know now that you wish you would have known then Mm -hmm. and you know where can people if they're in this space like what what can people expect yeah oh man okay well it is it is it can be pretty expensive like I just like hoped that like it wouldn't be that expensive but I had to borrow money from my brother in order to make it happen like it's it's a an ex, it's an expensive it's like rest. a financial investment. Yeah, for reals. So, but if I could really go back to a previous version of myself, whether that was prior to April 30th, mm-hmm. 2022 or like way before it, mm-hmm. the message would just be He's not the boss of you. Mm. He's not the boss of you. I think that part, that's been the hardest part for me to unlearn. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel very much like a very big lack in autonomy for myself. Mm. So I just didn't feel like I had autonomy. And so I think if you're recognizing that, oh, there's like, just you should know there's hope on the other side. Yeah. What has yeah. the, what has like the last month and a half, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a month and a half. What has that been like, um, for you? Ooh. Um, uh, it was just a real, like, like blow out of the gate strong. Just mm-hmm. like, boom. Just like, I just so much energy just like moving upwards that like by mm. the time I, everything was official and I was like, I am in charge of myself and Mm -hmm. I'm in charge of all the decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. I was just like, boom. (laughs) The case is like, I'm going to date. I like, I just like spoiled myself in this like little space. I have like bougie bar stools. (laughs) I buy myself flowers like every week, Uh like just really, really, really (laughs) doing for myself all the things that like I really wish. I would have done before mm-hmm. um mixed went in with like some repressed sexual energy so like definitely some dating we got some dating stories already <laughs> we got some doozies um we'll probably talk about them uh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah yeah so some good dating stories some good um I think some good advice mm-hmm I don't know. At least some encouragement. I'll tell you what. I will fucking cheer for you. Ugh. 
I don't know. What about you, Shelf? Like, that's like, that's me. Like, I'm like a whole thing over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, tell me about you. You have like, you have not been stagnant. You have been on an accelerated pace of like <laughs> moving toward best life Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a fun way to put it. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> I'm like, okay, nice transition. <laughs> That's me. Take it away, Shelby. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll tell you People what. are going to be like, what? Oh, I mean, we have like so much more joking. to say. We'll have to say throughout this season, right? Right. No, I I'm guess just what's kidding. important for That's... everyone to know is like, you guys, <laughs> I got the big D. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's going to say divorce. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought you were going to say I got dicked down. No, you guys, I am a divorcee, is what I was Oh my god, my brain just went, sorry, so, like, yours yours is going, like, so empowered, and my, I'm sorry, that could have been a really... Well, the thing about it is, as soon as I heard myself say it, I was like... Oh, no. I was like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I redact that statement. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see. Whoa, guys, it's been a minute, you know. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, where have I been? You know, I was actually just talking to my mom um, on the drive uh, to Utah County this morning. I was talking about just how this last year has been so internally focused like I just feel like I have pulled back from so many people places and things and really just put my energy toward myself I think some of that has to do with like living in Salt Lake and exploring new areas and um, new faces and people right and so I live in this really cute neighborhood that I love to like walk around and We've done, you know, walk it out with ITR just over how healing things like that have been. So I feel like my, honestly, like my year and my day has been filled with walking and meditating and reading and painting. I just feel like I've been really slow. And some of that has been, you know, while you, Carissa, was going through a state of transition Something that I really love about doing this podcast with Carissa, you guys, is the, first of all, the accountability partner, right? (laughs) Like the person who you say, this is what I'm working on and them being invested in it, wanting to see the results, wanting to know any Mm -hmm. hiccups that you came across and things like the ever moving like forward aspect. And so when Carissa was like in this time where she kind of needed her energy for herself, Mm -hmm. like you needed to be, um, yeah, just like your thoughts were somewhere and we have been working on this podcast and putting a lot of energy and time and investment into it that when things were put on pause, this has taken a large chunk of my life. So I had mm-hmm. like this big chunk of time where it's not that we weren't doing anything, but there was, yeah. um, there was just more space in yep. that time. Yep. And, uh, rather than allowing that space to, spiral me into anxiety I feel like I've just like leaned into it and so 
you know, I was talking to my mom today and talking just like of how I've had this internal rest and I've been reading a lot Mm -hmm. uh, and, but not like self-help books, like just novels, like just straight novels, um, character development. And when I was younger, I always was reading. Like I, (laughs) I would be like, guys, I can't come over for another hour because I have to finish my book. (laughs) Like, and I forget how much I just love stories and how expansive storytelling is and how seen I feel in the words Mm -hmm. of a book. And I've really just loved that. Like, I just feel like I have been in a little dance and journey inside of myself. And I don't know if I'm ready to come out yet. I don't know if I'm ready to be like so active, but like, yeah, like my days are just filled with, I got, um, I got sound bowls for my birthday. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Let me tell you what. I fucking love okay they're so beautiful and there's nothing better than like all right listen I like have read I've I'm like moving my body on a consistent basis oh yes you got a peloton and sound bowls dude this bitch bitch got got a peloton and sound bowls I have made it Get it, girl. Get it, get it, girl. Seriously. I got a Peloton and I've got my sound bowls and I just feel like my morning routine has just completely up-leveled. I like, uh, will take a little bong rip and just like get all sorts of vibey mm-hmm. and cozy and just set my bowls out. A mm. bowl for a bowl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 and I'll just... Yeah, I've just been like playing my sound bowls. What's really interesting, so when we uh, when we did our uh, birthday bath, uh, where Carissa and I did our sound bath, which was so lovely, by the way, my sound bowls hadn't made it yet. Yeah. And so I had borrowed um, a lovely friend's set of sound bowls. And it was really amazing to play them. Like, don't get me wrong. It was like a really beautiful sound bath and yeah. uh, re- really fun. But I feel connected to my sound bowls. Wow, okay. my sound bowls just feel so, so right. I I don't know. I don't even know. So like literally this last week I've played my sound bowls. Um, Well, Chris and I went out of town with a group of girls. So over the weekend, but. Shout out to the wild women. (laughs) Yeah, I've just been like. I feel like I'm really immersing myself in sound and that's just like upping like my healing thing. So I'm feeling real cozy in who I am. Yeah. And I feel like that has been a lot of quieting my external world. Yeah. Which is hard (laughs) because you kind of get a lot of flack for that. Yeah. There's a lot of opinions on, on that. And so. Yeah. Yeah, I've been like healing in in my own way. Yeah, but I did a I did a Reiki training mm-hmm. um, yeah, in September. Right. Yeah, so there's like steps and levels. So there's Reiki one, Reiki two, and then a master Reiki, and so or a Reiki master. And so people will have said that like Reiki one is to heal yourself. And like Reiki too is to learn how to help heal others. Mm. And I have found that to be true. I feel like ever since, well, because it's been about like a month since I did, maybe a month and a half since I did my um, Reiki training. And I've just been, yeah, like doing my intentions and my breath work and um, my practice. And 
yeah, I feel like I'm just really comfy in me and who I am. Yeah. You've been giving yourself consistency. Yes. Listen, bitch. Consistency. (laughs) It is the key. Yes. You guys. Consistency. Yeah. Like, um, I don't even have words for it. Dude, let me tell you this for it, okay? I just went through like a very, very, very difficult, tenuous, stressful six months. And I meditated at least 10 minutes every single day. Good for you. And I am telling you, like that is game changer. I made a priority to like show up for myself first thing every day. Wow. And it just like helped just like, okay. You got this girl. Yeah. It was, it was, I don't know that I could have done what I did, at least that unscathed, mm-hmm. <laughs> had I not implemented, had I not had the consistency around the meditation. And I've been working up to that. Like I've been, yeah. I've been practicing to, for, you know, for that time for a long time. Yeah. The thing that I like learned like with consistency is you familiarize yourself with the concept, right? Like, so you're not as taken off guard. So something that I'm working with on consistency is using the Peloton. Mm -hmm. Okay. That brings a whole different type of energy than like meditating does. I'm learning that the consistency of showing up and like moving my body is helping me that each morning or each time that I get on it, the thing that was so hard for my brain to comprehend prior to the consistency becomes so familiar mm-hmm. that those that space doesn't feel as scary and then it's like I'm on top mm-hmm. you know like I I get the message that I need or the fulfilling thing and so yep yep with meditating yeah people are like, oh, that's so hard. I don't want to do it. But it's like, no, you're meditating for like when shit hits yeah. the fan. Yeah. That you can remain in your knowing. Or just, it's like just a way to like stay out of trauma, right? <laughs> like oh, it, I could easily just go to trauma, like where that like spiraling, the crazy narrative, but like making time to every morning, like, okay, I'm checking in with my body. We are getting in tune yep. with our body today. Yep. Like just starting, like having the starting point be like, okay, where's my right elbow? Okay, what is my, like, how is my breathing? Yes. What is my heart doing? Yes. Like, where am I holding tension? Like, with starting every day like that, Mm -hmm. it just helped me stay connected to myself. And so, therefore, like sustaining less traumatic reactions. Totally. Yeah, like if you know, your body is like one big history book and remembers all of these experiences. Most of us have been running from discomfort or, you know, finishing these processes, whether our environment or safe attachments or whatever it is. These experiences live inside of our body. Because how many years have you been meditating now, Rissy? Well, I started like probably uh, 20. 2018, 2019. Okay. So you've been working on a consistent practice for like the last four years. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would say I've been the same. Like I've been trying to. I do feel like when I started like wrecking, I was going through things and like the certain words you would use on an Instagram post or something. I was like, 
she's like do, she's doing the same thing I'm doing right it just looks different right yeah so I right. think it was around the same time yeah I've been trying to figure out a meditation practice over the last couple of years and I would say that I'm finally in the space where nice. I can see the benefits of it and so like for people who are in the in-between of not really knowing the benefits like truly inside of their body and like kind of the fear overtaking it like when we sit down and meditate we're enhancing our mind body connection Mm -hmm. and when we first start doing it it's uncomfortable and distracting because first of all we want to we want to make sure that we're doing it right we want to make sure that like I think that like we're a little bit more sensitive to the environment and Mm -hmm. the way that we're meditating at first because most people don't want to feel stupid like doing something, right? And there's like a technique to meditation. Like there is steps to it to help enhance your experience. Anyways, this is getting long-winded, but uh, basically... It becomes uncomfortable at first because like we live so outside of our body, but now with this deeper meditation, it's easier to see when I'm outside of myself Mm -hmm. or like I'm in this tense moment and then an awareness of like my shoulders comes in and it's like, oh, I actually can tell how tense I am. Yeah. Like maybe I need to like tune into my breath a little bit and relax. The practice of getting inside of my body and touching base with my inner knowing exponentially makes a difference in my communication Mm -hmm. within my relationships and my job and my perspective that I have throughout the day. Yeah. I genuinely believe that meditation can save lives. Yeah. Yeah. Saving mine. Yeah. Like it's just been so, yeah, it's been so nice. I really have loved Headspace, man. Yeah, Headspace for sure. Headspace is who? Who's your? Uh, who's your? Who's your go-to teacher? Oh my gosh! Well, do you know Dora? Mm-hmm. I love Dora. You love Dora. I love Eve. I love Eve too. Oh, yeah. And I love Andy. Who doesn't love Andy? Andy is—he's such a good guy. Yeah, I he, love Andy. Yeah, and Samantha. I really yeah. like her. And Kasanga. I. Oh yeah. I like Kasanga. I um I just started intimacy in relationships oh, course you did that? with okay, nice. Eve. I started it today. I'm nice. really excited. She just like instantly drops in. She's like, "You're a human being. Sex is good. It's fun." <laughs> oh my god! It's like okay. All about like all right, remaining in your body. Yeah. Anyways, that's like a long tangent on meditation, but I'm really proud of myself. I've been sticking with meditating. Yeah, shelves inconsistent. Okay, here's the thing. This is what has been so beautiful and lovely about the timing of my path in congruence with yours is that at this time where I feel like, man, I'm like going through something so hard. Mm -hmm. This is freaking crazy. I'm like barely keeping my head above water. I'm doing it, but like barely, right? She's doggy paddling, guys. I'm doggy paddling (laughs) hardcore. HC. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and and um we really did take we did even though we did not release episodes this summer Shelby and I actually dedicated a lot of time to ITR yes and we're like learning how to show up for ourselves in like this business way in this systematic way but we're prioritizing this time and so I'm going I'm like seeing Shelby like twice a week right right and so here I am in like this difficult like oh such a tenuous position and Shelby is just like 
I'm your new guru, bitch. <laughs> and uh, keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Yeah. We're going to make it through okay. Shelby is just like dropping truth bombs on me every single time we hang out. Just like, <laughs> here's one, keep it in your back pocket. Here's one <laughs> for later. Like, and it was, it was beautiful and lovely and exactly what mm. I needed. Like, so I feel like that timing of like my chaotic to like your calm. I was like, oh, yes, please. Follow the light. Yes. I was like, I don't know where we're going, but I'm going to trust you. Keep your eyes on me. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. It was really like so beautiful and so <clears throat> helpful and just all of the good things that like you put time into a relationship. Yeah. And so it's beautiful when it's like, yeah. whoa, that relationship really caught me. Yeah. It's really, really special. Mm. Yeah. Well, Carissa and I had like our first fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did. We had our first fight. <laughs> we did really good. I think we did. I think we did great. You want to know what? <laughs> I think that this is why we had a fight. Because you are one and I'm a two wing one. And there was this place where we're both, we both go to the same place. And it is do the right thing. And yeah. so I think my right thing needed to be different than your right thing. And I was like, oh shit, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> they can't both be the right thing or there's no such thing as the right thing. It was a real like... What, a what real mind it? fuck. Yeah, you know those. Oh, it was a midlife crisis. That was like what it felt like. Midlife fucking crisis. Like, oh, okay. So, um, but I think we weathered through it pretty good. <laughs> I think we did great. We did really good. Yeah. We even held hands. Oh my gosh. Chatted. Yeah. 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 So proof. That you have conflict with everybody, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. even, um, that's like what I liked, right? Like, well, okay, not that I liked anything, but like more of like, it's okay to have conflict within safe relationships. Yeah. Like, because somewhere inside of me, I just think conflict is wrong. I'm like, mm -hmm. nope. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't have conflict. <laughs> And I, my brain is like, got it. How? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just in case, I don't know. I think it's important to be like, hey, it's okay. Like we disagree with people. It's not always like so kosher. Yeah. So that was fun. I yeah. thought I was actually really proud of us because Carissa and I, we had a lot of space in between. There was like a cushion of our lives where we had so much space and then us coming in back into one another's lives has just been so much bliss and yeah. like you know so having like a little bit of like reality of like ooh, we're actually two people with two different opinions and two different yeah. light like we've yeah. walked different you know like we come to conclusions on different things um I thought that was pretty powerful but yeah. what about you yeah no I think it was actually really 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 helpful because it really shined a light on something for me because it was so unsettling right mm -hmm. like I was so unsettled mm -hmm. with it just like how you said yeah like so just don't have conflict you know it's like yeah okay cool like I don't do this and so being in a space where it's just like oh no I ooh, like it was really uncomfortable but it was I really learned something about myself you know like yeah. had had we not had that long conversation like 
I don't think that I wouldn't have figured out what it is I'm going through right mm-hmm. now. It had to be like a light shining, like on like a splinter, just like, <laughs> yeah. And it kind of it helps me know like, oh yeah, like our relationship is real, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is real. So mm-hmm. treat it. Yeah. Especially. You know? Yeah. It was like a marble moment for me. Well, TBH, I won't go to places that like I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm like, I, I know where I shine and I know where I don't. I think that like relationships that have a past that also can have a future are a little tricky for me because mm-hmm. I can be so like faulty with like my trust it feels like I think it's I think it feels really hard for me to like rebuild like mm-hmm. trust in things. Yeah. And so I've like really appreciated the steps that we've taken in our relationship. Like I think we've had like obviously we've had a lot of deep conversation. We've had a lot of revealing hearts mm-hmm. of opinions and ideas and hurts and pain. But we hadn't met a threshold where a potential thorn or yeah. uh, in that way. It was a little hard for me in the way of like, I kind of felt like I was doing our relationship perfectly. Like, oh, we'll never ever have. Mm, yeah. D- does that make sense? Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to have that like glass ceiling shattered, but in like a really soft, loving yeah. way, like not anything yeah. too emotional or like too big. Yeah. You know, it was mostly just like a difference of opinion. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, f- like a lot of it for me is feeling like we have spent a lot of time building trust with each mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the things that you just illustrated, like, yeah, like we really did put in a lot of time and effort into building trust with each other. And so I think it was special for me to, because like my big thing is like, I don't want to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. And so, like disappointing someone is just like, oh my God, you might as well just stab me in the heart. Like, <laughs> I do not want to disappoint anybody. That is just like the worst thing in the world for me. And so um, to be in a relationship where I felt safe to be like, I think I might disappoint Shelby right now, but I'm going to do it anyways because I have enough safety in there. And so it's a scary way to test the trust, right? But it's like only in that tenuous space are we able to be like, okay, like I'm trying something new or right, right, right. I'm leaning into this trust we've had that we've been working on. Right. Um, but really just feeling safe, like, like this isn't the end of me and Shelby. Right. And right. so like, maybe it's okay for me to disappoint her. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And like, it was like dipping my toes in the water. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh no, it's cold. <laughs> Totally, totally. <laughs> we got through it. We you did. Know? Like we, we yeah, did really we stayed good. there, and we until like finally, yeah, we're just all the way in the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuck out to me in this last week. Yeah. Well, I just like want to. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Hold on one second. No, this you're is okay. Paper. Hello. Hello. Hi, love. Because I'm in the middle of recording right now. But I will bring it over to you today, okay? Okay, I love you. Okay, bye, Riv. Okay. Evelyn, I said shotgun. Dude, I just get so nervous. Dude, I'll tell you what, we are most deaf going to be talking about that dynamic. 
the, the whole like they're not they're getting out of school and I'm not the one picking them up. Oh yeah, oh, that brings on like a whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that has got to be like fucking living hell. Yeah, it, yeah. So like, if I get a phone call at that time, I'm just like, oh no, right? Yeah. It, it is there like a part of you that almost wants to make yourself available at that time all the time just in case. Like, cause like when you yeah. get that phone call, did you think maybe like he wasn't yeah. there or yeah. like something? I gotta go get him. I gotta go yeah. get him. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. I could most definitely fall into that. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is I actually have to keep myself very, very busy on the times I don't have my kids or that is way too sad. There's like, I'm learning this balance, right? Like there's so much of the feeling you have to feel cause the only way to like get through it is to feel it right right so like there's a certain amount of the feeling I have to feel of like that missing my kids but I can't feel too much of it because that shit will just swallow me whole like and so I try to keep myself really busy so full circle so Wednesdays are like okay Wednesday's a day that like I don't schedule other things because I need I need the the nectar, the things that I know yeah. nourish mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and spending time with Shelby is a nourishing activity for me. And so, yeah, I, so I just kind of have to stay busy yeah, and feel it a little bit at a time. Right. On the days that y- your kids aren't here, do you notice like a time of day that it's a little bit more difficult and you have to like... Like, okay, I really need to have a night plan um, mm-hmm. or like is sleeping. Yeah. Like, when it know. starts to get dark. Yeah. When it starts to get dark. Yeah. Yeah. All during the day, I can stay really busy. I mean, because I'm like, oh, I'll just go over to the clubhouse or I'll just like, I love, I got this big pillow. It's yeah. a huge ass pillow. It fits two full-size adults and yes. I just keep it right by my sliding glass door so it's like just this big window and I just let the sun shine on it and I just lay on this big fluffy pillow and um just try to relax (laughs) it's a pretty magical time yeah yeah so I can do that kind of stuff during the day but like then when it's dark like there's like definitely a feeling of like oh aloneness Mm -hmm. and I don't miss a intimate partner but I miss like reading good night stories mm-hmm. and snuggling them in mm-hmm. and helping them get in jammies. Like I miss that. Yeah. Part. Like the unwinding part of the, mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. We do this thing. My mom shared this idea with me and I've been using it, but it's this high, low Buffalo. So like you just say what your high point of the day is or like your best your favorite part of the day and then your low point of the day. And then the Buffalo is just like a random fact and so my kids will tell me like so at nighttime when they're with me we get into bed and then we all share our high low buffalo and like hearing them gosh I will just cry this is the hardest part this is the hardest part but hearing them recall their highest point of the day and their lowest point of the day and like it's just like such a connecting learning moment to not have that every night is hard so when it gets dark it's hard yeah. But then I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning and and I have what I need to keep going. Yeah. It helps to feel real purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I have a purpose and that purpose is me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like that purpose is like, girl, you got to keep your mental health up. You got to take good care of this girl. Like mm-hmm. the, my purpose is like, you got to take good care of me. Yeah. So... 
That's what I'm doing. And it, it's like so much, so much better. So much better. Even taking, even taking into consideration the hard parts. Yeah. Even considering the most difficult parts, this is still better. Yeah. And I think that I didn't, that's like the scariest part about like getting divorced, right? Is that regret, regret, you know, like, okay, what if it's worse though? Mm -hmm. Being alone. And I have found for my situation, it's not worse, it's better. I think that like when you're living emotionally vacant for so long, that like the space and like not the constant reminder um, is actually really relieving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because. Amen, girl. Yeah, like you just get to a point where you're so aware of the things that you're not getting and, and you know, yeah. that it's just like actually space away from that. It's better. Discomfort is hard no matter what way you do it. Yeah. But are you in a safe place to actually feel that? Or are you trying to pretend that you're not feeling it? Yeah. Yeah, and that's been my go-to. I'm right. a fawn. I'm a big fawner. Yeah. I fawn so hard. <laughs> <laughs> My motherfuckers can't find me. Okay. <laughs> I fawn so hard. Motherfuckers can't find me. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Oh my god. First time behind the mics. Done. I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, well. Surprise! surprise. <laughs> Please oh, tell me. Don't get her going, fans. Please tell me you know that. No. Oh my god, it's an Instagram reel. <laughs>